Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's Dear Viv, when you don't understand your flatmate... When it feels like your career will always be difficult and you're never going to meet anyone. And when a grieving friend needs more help than you can give. Our first question this week. Dear Viv, being an independent introvert, I'm out and about a lot. But when I come home, that's my time to be alone. Ideally, I'd live by myself, but who can afford that? I've always had a flatmate who is on the same page as me. We have our own lives and catch up now and then. And this was the basis of my ad when getting my new flatmate. She seemed ideal at the interview, but since moving in a couple of months ago, she never leaves her room. That's alone time to the extreme. Even at weekends, she'll be in her room from Friday evening to Monday morning, even on the sunniest of days. I try and inspire her with ideas for things to do and include her on the odd occasion I have friends round, but I get the sense she wants us to hang out and do things together. The truth is, I would be happy to suggest us doing things together if she had her own life going on or showed any real motivation. But even trying to have a conversation, she just doesn't have much to talk about. I'm beginning to wonder if she has social anxiety. In which case... What can I do to be kind while still keeping a comfortable distance so that I have my space? Dear independent introvert with mystery flatmate, well, this is a tricky one, isn't it? I understand your anxiety about this situation and I can see you want to empathise with your flatmate and do the right thing. However, I wonder if you're worrying about nothing here. Apart from the fact that your flatmate stays in her room all the time, what evidence do you actually have that she is unhappy with that situation? I think this is less about her and more about you. 
Is it that really you want the place to yourself and you're not comfortable that she is sitting in her room being an independent introvert too, albeit one who never actually goes out? You say you get the sense that she wants you to hang out and do things together, but can you be sure of that? Is it possible that you're reading too much into this? I think there are a lot of options here. And what we're trying to do is read someone else's mind on very little information, and that is never a sensible or rewarding thing to do. I think the best thing to do is to stop stressing out about your flatmate because you cannot know what she thinks or might want or might be upset about until she actually tells you. The thing you can know about for sure is what you want and how you feel. So what's really going on here, independent introvert? Clearly, you want your own space. Is it absolutely unaffordable for you to live alone? If that's your dream, could you work hard on finding a way to make it come true? How much more income would you actually need to live alone? And could you find a way of making that income? Maybe your flatmate is making you feel uncomfortable because she's making you realise that you want to change and you're afraid to make that leap. The other alternative, of course, is to have a clear and honest conversation with her. Ask her if she's really okay being in her room on her own. Say that you understand because you like being alone too, but you just wanted to check that there wasn't something she wanted to talk about. That way, at least you'll know the truth. I think, though, that you don't want to know the truth. (laughs) What you really want is to find a way for you to be happy by living completely independently. I wonder if this is as out of your reach as you think. There are all kinds of options when you put your mind to it. Finding someone to house sit for long term, maximising your income in some way, downsizing to live in a place that you really think is too small but would give you your independence and solitude. The thing about all these things, though, is that they're scary and they require decisions. It's much easier, isn't it, to focus on other people and worry about the things that might be wrong with them. Be bold, independent introvert, and go after the thing you truly want. Freedom to be alone with just you. Our next question this week. Diviv, I'm 31 and a critically acclaimed and respected artist. On the surface, it really seems like I have it all, and in many respects I do. I own my own property, I have an exciting creative career where I'm in demand, and I have friends and family who dearly adore me. Even though I'm single, I have every faith that the right relationship will come into my life in due course. But I'm struggling financially and managing everything on a shoestring. This is not by choice. I'm having to juggle about four different projects to make ends meet. I don't have the money to hire help and I haven't been lucky enough to find the representation who might lobby for higher fees for my time and work. I'm spending time meeting with prospective management as well as raising money through grants and making the artwork itself. All this activity eats into my time and compromises my ability to meet someone new. I know I'm on the right path but I just feel like curling up in a ball from anxiety, struggling with having to cope with so much on my own. I try and walk myself out of states where I beat myself up inside from the frustration and failure. I know the answer is to keep going, but sometimes I really can't see the light. 
I wonder if I will struggle financially and be alone forever, as pathetic as it sounds. To stop would be suicide, but to continue is equally as painful. This isn't a career advice email, more a cry for help in how to cope better. I also hope this isn't a self-indulgent artist rant. I suspect that many people are juggling a number of roles and may relate to what I'm saying. Do you have any wise and soothing words? Help. Oh, dear artist, I love your letter so much. Let me say this straight off. You rock. You have done an amazing thing. You are doing an amazing thing. You are yourself an amazing thing. It is absolutely no small thing to build a career, let alone respect and acclaim in the creative arts. Many people give up at the first hurdle and many people give up at the 500th hurdle. Please, please don't give up. Don't give up on your art. Don't give up on yourself and don't give up on your dreams of finding a great relationship. When things are meant to happen for you, they will happen for you. I hear the pragmatism in your letter and that brings me so much hope and joy for your situation. You clearly know that a lot of the success in your chosen career is built on luck and in being in the right place at the right time or knowing the right people. To hold that in mind, keep on working and not become cynical and bitter is a full-time job and I personally have seen many people who are fantastic artists crumble rather than accept this cruel reality. Your letter is the opposite of self-indulgent. You see things clearly and realistically. You're not a moaner or a whinger. You just want to know when all this is going to get easier. (laughs) The thing is, it might and it might not. It might get easier, but you might be in the sort of state of mind that you don't even notice it's got easier. And it might get harder, but you might actually discover that you have more resilience than you ever knew. Let's talk about finance first. It sounds as if you're taking all the right practical steps to improve your situation. It's just not easy. Keep at it. Be tenacious. Have faith. Be dogged. Don't take no for an answer. Knock on every door. Listen to the La La Land soundtrack. Uh, The lyric goes, they say you've got to want it more, so I bang on every door. The story you're living out now has been lived out many times before. Find a way to enjoy this stage of uncertainty and fear and experimentation. It all sounds like it's going in the right direction and you have plenty of proof of the possibility of more future success. Now, as for the partner... Just as you are on the right path with your career, and you know it because you say so yourself, you are on the right path with your personal life. Keep going, keep the faith, keep trying things, keep meeting people. That person is out there. Be hopeful. In a way, this situation is a mirror of your artistic life. It's all about believing in yourself and trusting that there will be a good outcome. You know you can't stop. You know that really. And you sound like a pretty tenacious person to me. Thank God we need more artists like you. Uh, And by the way, you do have to keep going for the sake of other women, for a start, and the sake of other artists. On the days when you're feeling low, maybe think about that. If you can't do it for you, can you do it for others? Everything you do is making it easier for them. You also say it's painful to continue. Yes, it is. This is the struggle. Try and enjoy it. Nothing worth achieving was ever meant to be easy. 
but there's so much balance and self-awareness and wisdom in your letter. I don't think you need me. <laughs> Listen to your own inner voice because it's telling you the truth. Everything is going to be fine. You can cope with the tough stuff, however much of it is thrown at you. You will come out on the other side. Please write back with your news. I know there'll be a lot of it. I feel like the thing you wanted me to say in writing this email was this. Don't give up. It's just around the corner. Well, I can say it and I will say it, but I know you already know it in your heart. Don't give up. It's just around the corner. Our last letter this week. Dear Viv, a couple of years ago, a good friend and ex-colleague of mine, married with children, very sadly took his own life. Although I saw him less often in later years, we were both active on social media. There I made friends with another friend of his, a younger woman he'd worked with more recently who lives close to me. His death has hit her incredibly hard. She grieved quite publicly and still seems quite affected. From what I can tell by her updates, her mental health has deteriorated and she's had therapy. She said she wants to talk to me about him and asked several times if we can meet up. I know she suffers from depression. He's not the first person she knew to die by suicide. And she's single, so I can understand her need. I like her and I feel for her. However, I don't think talking about it will help me and I'm worried about what I'm letting myself in for if I do. I don't want to feel responsible for what he did or for her feelings. Also, although she hasn't specifically told me, and she says she only met him in person once or twice, I suspect something went on between them. I know his marriage had its ups and downs, and that during the downs he drank too much and over-confided in others. If my hunch is right, the more time I spend with her, the more likely she'll go into details I don't want to hear. Dealing with my own recent marriage breakdown and the effect on my children has been difficult enough without getting involved in others' problems. So far, I've managed the situation by keeping busy, avoiding seeing her and restricting our communication to social media where I can control it. But I feel bad about this and I know I can't keep it up forever. How can I politely let her know I'm happy to be friends but don't want to talk about him? Oh, what a considerate and caring person you are. Thank you for writing in. And I'm so sorry that you've experienced this and for the loss of your friend. That is devastating. It's hard enough to deal with a loss like this and the breakup of your own marriage at the same time without having to deal with someone else's complicated feelings too. Okay, it's easy to see why this woman has reached out to you uh, but I have to say, when I hear stories like this, I curse social media a bit. Clearly, a bond has formed between you and this woman, uh, which in the wake of this event is completely understandable. But I do suspect it's an artificial bond formed online and not one that will be uncomplicated in real life. You know this yourself. It's evident in everything you say. I think the problem here is that you really want to be nice and you want to do the right thing. However, being nice and doing the right thing are not always in our own best interests, unfortunately, and I feel you must consider your own interests here. This woman is potentially a bottomless pit of need. Although you may feel that you want to be friends with her and be kind to her, 
It may be the best thing to be cruel, to be kind. It sounds as if she's in desperate need and you are not in a position to fulfil that need. So actually staying well away from her is not only the kindest thing you can do for yourself, it's also the kindest thing you can do for her. You mention your children and your marriage breakdown. You're still dealing with the after effects from the grief of this other event. But really, this is the time for you to be looking for friends who can support you and be there for you. It's not the time to give yourself over to someone who needs your support and expects you to be there for them. I think you know this already and you've basically written in to get my permission to let this online friendship go and definitely not take it offline. Hopefully you can disappear for a while without upsetting this woman. If she does question you, you you can just say, sorry, I'm withdrawing from things for a while whilst I'm dealing with my marriage breakup. This isn't even a lie. It's completely true. This isn't about being selfish. It's about being realistic and it's about looking after yourself. And it's about recognising that there are some times in life when we need to choose our friends very carefully indeed. And this is one of them. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.